Lawrence made his first character, his Dragonborn Paladin. Nice. And uh, we we established uh, he was separated from his clan and joined the ta- uh, joined the town guard in Selune after he was adopted by uh, uh, the two dwarves of the town who are also the town blacksmiths. Nice, nice. So he is he's a dragonborn with uh, dwarf parents. Uh, so his name is uh, Kriv Firehammer. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the that is a very dwarfy name. Yeah, I kind of love so it. So he's a big gold dragon in chainmail named Kriv Firehammer. Mm-hmm. He um, he fights stuff and is holy. Um, my sister is also playing her first D anD D campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's the cleric of Sune, uh named uh, Mara Donathun. Good name, uh, half elf. Mm-hmm. Um, going around the table in my brain. Uh, Sean Young uh, uh, is a half orc barbarian named Cress Spromaird. Cress, uh, Cress Spromaird. Cress Spromaird. 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 To give you an idea of how it's to give you an idea of how it's spelled, if you rearrange the letters, it's Shrek DreamWorks. <laughs> God fucking damn it! Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? This is already a good comp. I like it. I like it. Sean Sean is the human fighter. Uh, Sean, uh, another Sean. Shantae. Uh, Shantae. And uh, he is uh, Captain Warwick, um, who's the one who has the uh, werewolf PTSD. Oh, nice. Um, Brad, who anyone else who's listened to Coffee and Pie might also know, uh, is our uh, half-elf druid who is uh, going into Circle of Spores domain. Mm. Um, and he uh, is a free-willing hippie druid who lives in the forest and picks, picks and eats mushrooms and uh, has orgies. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's that's many druids are like that. Uh, remember our... Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, no, never forget Farron. <laughs> yes. Never forget uh, Farron the frog licker. Um... Uh, Admiral, uh, Admiral Ash, who many might know if they've ever seen me do, uh, Drunken Pirate Gaming Nights, is a dwarven rogue named, uh, Rank Iron Gut. Ooh, a dwarf rogue, that's cool. Yeah, um, who, uh, can't, can't say no to a drinking contest. <laughs> um, and then there's Dan D. Reynolds. <laughs> And then there's, oh yeah, yeah. So in the dregs, this was described a little earlier, but just just to give everybody a, a quick recap, he Dandy is, Reynolds is the uh, the dragonborn bard uh, <laughs> who uh, has made it part of his character that if he ever rolls nat one on a performance check uh, for singing, he immediately activates his breath weapon. <laughs> <laughs> what what color? What uh, what? Uh, they both of our dragonborns are gold oh interesting yeah okay gold funny i like dragonborn i i played a uh a silver dragonborn uh ranger in icewind dale and yes i made the choice deliberately so you could have cold resistance and i played a gloom stalker because it's always freaking dark so he's basically a ninja who runs around the arctic and uh kills things and then feeds everybody good berries to keep them from starving to death nice yeah, it's fun. He uh, he he also he's a pirate. He's a former pirate, so he has kind of a he. I tried to I tried to get him to talk a little bit like Jeffrey Rush, but it doesn't really come out that way. So he just ends up sounding kind of raspy. It's fun. I like him. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, 
Uh, welcome to Underdark Analysis, where we now live in a Dungeons and Dragons setting. Uh, yep. I, Alan and I are uh, both the dungeon masters here. We are your, um, we are your dungeon masters. You're your dungeon masters. So this is session zero. Uh, we expect you to start getting your character ready. We're gonna. Yeah. The scenario we're running for you tonight is uh, a little is the uh, another installment of everyone's favorite segment, uh, short and shivery, because uh, we enjoy the works published by Short Story One. <laughs> oh no! Oh yes! Oh yes! I probably should have. Uh... Oh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> no, I probably should have. <laughs> we have oh. five we have five these are the last five i that... just i just got short story one <laughs> you just got yeah there's no reason for me to repeat it you already said <laughs> damn it Ooh. well you were probably i probably i feel bad because like i said hey we're gonna read the happy happy thing soon um but um abysme has expressed an interest in joining us for that one and uh yeah. i'm I, th- I think if we're going to go back to Happy Happy in some capacity, even if it is fan work, I'd like I'd like to make sure we're all on board and all ready for it. Not to overhype it or anything, because I have no idea what the quality will be like, but um, it feels like we need at least three of us for that one. You know what I'm and, saying? And uh, hey, Dronian. Hey. Dronian? Dronian? Hey, let us Dronian. read it. Please, please, Dronian. I will get Happy Happy tattooed on my body if you say yes. Let us do it. Please, Dronian. That is, that is a promise. Everyone out there, get the word out to Dronian on Twitter. Let him know that Alan Cheney is fucking serious. He will, yeah. get, he will get Happy Happy tattooed on him if he lets us read Happy Happy the True Vision on the on uh, on, on UCA. D- don't tell Dronian that um, he was he was planning on doing it anyway. Um, just don't don't mention that part. Make yeah, it, don't do that. It, no, don't don't mention that part. Like that's that's important. You don't mention that part. Just talk. Instead, uh, instead we're we're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna spin this narrative. We're gonna spin it. Yep. You only on that condition. Only yep. on that condition. That's the only way it's gonna happen. The only way it's gonna happen at all. Um, but until then, we're we we're we're at the uh, we're we're in the last five short story one stories that they sent us. So I figured we might as well. We haven't done these in a little bit. That in the grand scheme of yeah. things, that's not actually true. It was a few months ago, but well, gotta rip that band-aid off at some point, right? Yeah. Well, figure we might as well. Uh okay. these can either be fun or depressing. Uh usually <laughs> usually the usually both. Kind of both, yeah. Kind of kind of both. I enjoy them. I don't know. There's a there's a certain je ne sais quoi to the uh madness that is uh, short story one. And uh in that essence, uh Alan, I'm gonna send you the link to the first one. Okay. Yes. Be prepared. Ha! Our first entry into this uh, realm is a short story entitled, Oh, I Failed to Understand the Cat. Okay. And it's not very long at all. It's literally five paragraphs. Great. Cool. Good, good, uh, good, 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 good. Since I was kind of rude and didn't uh, give you the, uh, didn't preface this before we dived into it, uh, do you want me to start? Go right ahead. Okay. A family of five had committed suicide, and it is going to be a real tragedy for the whole community. They were known to be... Uh, uh, Diving into short story one like no lube uh, is a little... (laughs) You want to make something up before we get in here? No, 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 I'm good. Okay, you sure? Like, I think we built up a tolerance at this point. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. A family of five. Yeah, I'll start again. Why not? 
family of five had committed suicide, and it is going to be a real tragedy for the whole community. They were known to be such a wonderful family, and everyone loved them, and they are all going to miss them. When I tell everyone what I found, what I had found, I was the I was the air window cleaner, and when I came for my payment, I had found that the front door was wide open, and I found this to be extremely odd. As a family, we're always safe, safety conscious. They were each hung up to a light in the ceiling, and it was all so very organized. The only surviving member of the family was a cat. Huh. Mm. Huh. The only reason I haven't told anyone is because the cat is trying to explain to me what had happened to the family. Now, here we go. (laughs) But it can't talk, obviously. (laughs) The cat is trying to show me the what's, why's, and how the the family ended up in their predicament. The cat was rolling on the floor and jumping on the tables and doing weird movements that were similar to a dance of some sort. The cat was also making facial expressions and doing more things with its body, like tensing and then jumping around. That's just a cat, bro. <laughs> that's that's just a cat. Exactly. Um, you know what? Like the first paragraph kind of caught me off guard because it's it has the usual kind of cadence, but it didn't quite have the same, quite the same unhingedness right out the gate. Yeah. And now I feel like we're getting kind of eased back into the the yeah. almost familiar feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. It was even climbing on top of the hanging bo- bo- bleh, 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 mm, eh. I did that to myself. That was not actually anything wrong. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. It was even climbing on top of the hanging bodies and making more facial remarks. <laughs> more- I'm sorry. More facial remarks. Fa- facial remarks. Yes. Let me remark on your facial. Hmm. Uh, more facial remarks and weird cat sounds as well shaking its body. The cat would go from hot to cold, and I still had no idea what the cat was trying to tell me with its body and the sounds it was making. I thought to myself that when I finally understood this cat, then I will go and tell everyone, but the cat seemed frustrated with me as I couldn't understand what it was trying to explain to me. Cat, someone didn't take cat sign language, cat yeah. classes the cat seemed more desperate and it even started shaking the bodies and doing star jumps <laughs> star <laughs> jumps <laughs> star- <laughs> <laughs> what are star jumps it looked insane and the cat then started smashing the plates and cutlery <laughs> and, and, I, and I found it so admirable that the cat was trying to explain to me how the family ended up hanging themselves and why they hung themselves. If only animals could talk, but I think I may now have to call the police. The cat is looking so disappointed at me, and I feel so stupid and bad for not understanding what this cat was trying to tell me. I feel stupid and bad for trying to, for failing to understand what this cat is trying to tell me, too. Yeah. I'm failing to understand what a star jump is. Yeah. Googling star jump. Jump Up Superstar starts playing in the background. Hey, Future David. It's time to jump up in the air. Mm-hmm. The star jump is a plyometric move, meaning it requires you to propel your body off of the ground. Okay, so you're... Okay. So, okay, so that's the... Okay. It's hmm. like... Oh, it's, it's, it's like a fully extended jumping jack. Oh, so now it's doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, as a last resort, the cat started floating in the air and temporarily splitting itself into multiple versions of itself, and they all started doing weird movements. 
Cool, they were cool, all cool, making... cool, 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 All right, all right, all right. Here mm-hmm. we are. Cool. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm. As you're saying that, I can only picture the cat splitting itself, going cool, 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 cool. Every time you say cool, it splits <laughs> yeah. into an additional cat. Good, 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 good. They were all making strange sounds, but even with all of that, I still had no idea what the cat was trying to tell me. The cat was clearly given up, and I apologized to the cat. I have phoned the police and ambulance. Do we want to? You want to join me in reading the two comments? Sure. Um, um, one is ooh, and I thought my cats were weird. <laughs> my and then my next one is they were murdered. The cat was trying to tell you that. Uh, <laughs> well, um, my only comment on that was it sure is a short story. One story. Yep, ab- it is absolutely that. Yep. Uh, let's see if the next. One... Um. Mm. It is it is a grade A uh certified organic short story one story without it, it a doubt. Definitely it is definitely it is most certainly that. It's been I it's been sitting on the shelf for a while, but you pop that jar open, you get that fresh fresh whiff of of, of short story one and uh yeah. pop the lid off and, and you spread it on some toast and and then it starts splitting into multiple toasts and then your cup starts floating in the air and you know everything is good. But it wasn't yeah. actually floating in the air. It was just an invisible person holding the yes. cup. That, that's, that's, that's the important bit. It was, <laughs> it, uh, it was not actually floating. It was never, it was never floating. It was, it was me, Dio. You do, not, you do not have cup superpowers. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry to disappoint literally everybody who, who listens to this show, but, but yeah. no, it, it's not a thing. Uh, short story one has dashed all of your hopes and dreams and uh, roll for initiative <laughs> yeah that's right that first encounter was an odd one but it seems like our group yeah. managed to overcome the the multiplying cats um yeah yeah man it's hard Again, to do horror uh, yeah analysis is uh escaping me <laughs> yeah you know what maybe we'll do better if we read the uh the next one let's move let's move the group to the next room in the dungeon all right yep next story the next story is called Something Keeps Staring All the Supernatural Creatures in My Neighborhood. Um, okay, I think you read the last paragraph of the last one. So I, I think I did, yes. So yes. Something keeps on scaring all of the supernatural creatures in my area, and I want to join them in being scared and terrified. What could terrify such creatures that are known to be terrifying? I remember at first that I saw a gang of vampires running away from something in the middle of the night. I tried to join them in the running and being scared, but it was clear that I wasn't part of their group. I even offered them blood, and I could tell that they wanted it, but something had scared them so much that they refused blood. I tried searching for the thing that was scaring the vampires in the forest, but couldn't find anything. It's a big walking garlic. Yep. Big walking clove of garlic. See, the last one had some buildup, but this is where we're starting with this one. This is, you know what? There's different flavors of short story one, but they're all so definitively short story one. What a treasure. Then I found a pack of werewolves running away from something. <laughs> something within the forest. There, there's no point, Alan. There's no point. And none. None. Let's just keep going. Yeah, we're, we're going. Then I found a pack of werewolves running away from something within the forest, and I wanted to run with them in being scared and frightened. I want to run with the wolves so bad. And as I enjoy being scared and frightened, oh, well, then just go to a haunted house, dude. Just go to like a, you know, like a, a haunt. I don't know. Being scared and frightened, but I was clearly an outcast. I tried finding the thing that was scaring the werewolves so much, and I began to become so angry and agitated that I couldn't find it. 
the way they were howling so desperately and desperately dragging onto anything to hide away was unusual in such a of such scary beasts to do so. Oh boy. Then another time. (laughs) 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 Hey, uh, this other time, uh, I found a pack of witches uh, flying through the forest and they were trembling in fear and they were making heckling sounds. I begged them to let me be part of the group, but they were ignoring me. It's just this over and over again, huh? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, pretty much. I tried asking them what was scaring them, and none of them would say anything to me, and some witches even committed suicide by burning themselves in fire. (laughs) What? Oh. (laughs) I I never thought that I would see such menacing entities do such a thing to themselves, even with all of their magic. Um, actually, I believe the term is coven. A group of witches is called a coven. Uh, how many? Hey, how many? How many gangs of witches do you run around run into in the woods? I mean, you might be surprised to know just how many. Uh, uh, not, not actually, I don't personally. Like, to be honest, I'm not cool enough to know any witches. Like, like you know, like 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 cackling kind of witches. Not like you know, like people people people. I know a couple people who like you know practice Wicca and they're they're cool and uh, they're my friends, but they're not like the. They're not like the supernatural kind, you know. Like, like I mean, okay, maybe they think they're. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on anyone because, like, they're you know they're practicing their beliefs and you know it's power beliefs what they use to cast spells and and do things. But they're not like you know riding brooms or heckling anybody or throwing themselves in fire to do anything. So, um, you know, I I, I just don't say that. I tried so hard to find the things that were scaring these supernatural beings, and I couldn't find an inch of evidence. I want to be scared and frightened, just like the vampires, werewolves, and the witches, but I guess you need to become one of them to understand what they were so afraid of. There are somehow, there were some house, there were some house, there were some house which had been evaded by scared vampires, werewolves, and witches, and some vampires even killed themselves by going into the sunlight. That made no sense. Yep. I am totally lost. I mean... Like I get it, they're scared of you. That's is, the thing we're going yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, yeah, yeah. The the reveal is it's probably not even gonna be a reveal, but the <laughs> idea is that the our, our narrator is the big scary monster that they're mm. afraid of. We we all we all saw it. We all saw it coming. Then I found, uh, oh god, where the heck? Then I found a pack of Wendigos, ghouls, and rakes. <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind, I have chosen not to accept that it is the rake. It's so, just sentient rakes. It's just like a bunch garden, of garden tools. Equipment. <laughs> Wendigos, ghouls, and rakes all running away from something more menacing than all of them put together. I wanted to join them so badly in being scared and frightened as God damn it. <laughs> uh. I enjoy being scared and frightened. Uh, I went towards the thing that all three different types of creatures were running away from at the time, and I found nothing. I found absolutely nothing. And I wish I could join all of these creatures in being scared and frightened. That is the end. That is a non-story. One comment. I, I re- really loved this. <laughs> that British woman says, I really loved this. <laughs> this was a this is such a non-story. What a departure. What an absolute because uh, it's out an absolute departure from the usual short story one shenanigans. Just the the verve, the panache, yeah, the absolute. Hey, you want to do the next one? Yeah, yeah. And be honest. Yeah, let's. Yes, I do. 
I do. I, I, I want to do it. Okay, here it comes. You're going to get it now, baby. It's called... Uh, Future David's going to edit around this. Jesus! To- <laughs> Just the title! Ladies and gentlemen, this story is titled I Hate Doing Parents' Evenings with Kids Whose Parents Are Dead. Mm, as- okay. <laughs> um, as a teacher... I hate doing parents' evenings with kids whose parents are dead, and in general, I hate parents' evenings. Parents come expecting to hear their best of their child, and if you even dare to give them any kind of negativity, they will look towards you and the school and everything else apart from themselves to blame. It's hard being a teacher these days, and who knows what the future of teaching will look like. Classes only ever seem to be increasing, and more pressure on the teacher to perform at the highest level is just ruthless. The targets are impossible. So many are dropping out. (sighs) Okay. When you've dealt with the kids whose parents are alive during parents' evenings, then the next lot come in the kids whose parents... Then the next lot come in the kids whose parents have died. The lights start twitching and the air becomes colder and even your own words start to ice up and even echo through the room. (laughs) I have a kid named Jericho and his parents died in a car crash and all the empty seats left by the living parents were now filled by the dead parents. It's just so inconvenience. It's this is this is the this is the attitude of the short story one protagonist, just miffed and inconvenienced by everything around them. I want to I want to make this I want to make the short story one horror film. I want this exact scenario to play on screen. Where we see a teacher like saying goodbye to to like a group of kids, and then the next group of kids shows up, and he, then he looks up, and in the seats it's just a bunch of dead people, and he's like, "Ah, beans, all right." <laughs> <laughs> Do we determine this is you know what this is the next anthology series? This is the next um, yeah. Guillermo Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities is the the short story one collection, except even though all the characters might be portrayed differently they're all played by the same actor yes also all... I, I want short story one's permission to adapt one of his one of their stories into a do i want to do i want to do a video version of one of these stories oh my gosh yes hey short story one um if you're you're out there still if you haven't abandoned us completely because it has been a while since we've read everything of yours uh if it let let alan let let don't be like droney and ignore us but yeah. let alan uh, do a film adaptation of one of your stories. Tronian, I will kiss you on the mouth, I swear to God. <laughs> Alan will dress like a K-pop star and kiss you on the mouth. It's true. I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I had a yeah. kid named okay. Jericho, and Jericho. his parents died in a car crash, and all of the empty seats left by the living parents were now filled by the dead parents. Twisted bodies and blood all over their faces, and the ones who seemed to be alive and well, you had to watch out for those. Okay, what? There's a few that look like they're alive and well, but they're actually dead? I think so. It's like, not everyone dies in a car crash. Like, I mean, you could just, like, have a heart attack and die. That's true. So they, or you could... That, yeah. Yeah. You could uh, suffer an aneurysm. You could walk true. into an open manhole. Yeah. You could You could just... You could You could just straight up Bruce Willis in it, and uh, no, no, no one would be... 
the 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 kid would be none the wiser that you are a dead people. The, true, true. Um, this guy knows though. This guy is yeah, aware. Yeah, this guy. This individual on, on top of it. Yeah. Uh, Jericho came to my desk with his parents, who were all twisted up, and blood was coming out of their mouths. And even the cleaners hate it when we do parents' evening with the kids with dead parents. Oh, As so he can... doesn't. He doesn't just. It's not just him seeing them. <laughs> so everybody. So this is a common occurrence. Okay, sure, cool, 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 rad. Right, right on, right rad. on. Yes, 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 yes. Excellent. Yes. Good, 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 good. Inclusive, good. inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get mess everywhere, and they're ghostly goo and other matter. Jericho wasn't a bad kid, but he wasn't the most intelligent either, and. When I tried to tell his dead parents this very fact, <laughs> <laughs> your kid's kind of thick. Your kid's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> his dead parents didn't take it too kindly. They started shaking, and I could see another teacher being strangled and possessed by another kid's dead parents. <laughs> This is this is my favorite one of the bunch so far. <laughs> this, this, this one is the, this one's an A plus. This is A plus. <laughs> We're not quite at multiplying cat levels yet, but just overall, just the the the, the banal vision of this is very good. Ugh. Then Jericho's dead parents started shouting at me and blood was coming onto my shirt. They threatened me that they will haunt me and cause me so much misery to my life. Then I saw another teacher being risen to the air after bad news to other dead parents of a child, and their child was loving it. Yeah, fuck him up, dead mom and dad. Then I just backtracked and lied and said that I had the wrong paperwork and that Jericho was an amazing top student and everything calm for me. <laughs> ah, you buckled. Ah, Howard. I also saw another fellow teacher started to spew out gunk from his mouth and started to speak multiple languages as the dead parents of a child in his class was underperforming. He started stabbing himself. <laughs> Luckily, that was all for me, but I have to admit, I hate doing parents' easies with kids who have dead parents. Yeah, this yes. is kind of a fucking racket. Like, yeah. do you think some, uh, oh God, in this universe, do you think that some kids, the, you know, uh, you know, ragamuffin, like truant students will try to get out of this shit by murdering their parents so their parents will get fucking ghost powers? Um, You know, I... I... <laughs> I guess that all depends if the dead parents would remember that their kids killed them. Oh, good point. Yeah. Young man, think... you murdered us with the intent of uh, getting even with your teacher, like, or getting through an exam? Well, no. No. You are grounded. For eternity. And we can enforce that even better now that we're ghosts. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a very calculated risk you have to take if you were a delinquent yeah. and you want to... Yeah. make this sort of thing you, happen. You'd really, really, really have to, like, make it look like an accident in a way that they don't even realize you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, and that's rough. That's very rough. Um, if, especially if, you, if, if you're, especially if you're not a very bright student. <laughs> no, exactly. You, this really has to be on a case-by-case basis. Uh, if right. you're not, if you don't, because the other problem is, like, it could be that you make it look really convincing, but then your dead parents call Columbo. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> they get a, yeah. It's like, all right, I succeeded in uh, I succeeded in poisoning my parents, and they didn't know that I did it, and they're going to be dead soon. Wait, is that Doctor House? Oh shit! <laughs> um, again, the Doctor House and the dead parents for some reason are at the, de- the dead parent teacher conference. Yes, and uh, you know he's shuffling the paperwork, and it's like, oh, it says here that uh, Jericho is doing okay despite the fact that you uh, both died from. Uh, according to this, it says Lou. It's not lupus. 
<laughs> oh man, I showed up to the parent teacher conference and fucking both the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock and the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock are there. I am fucked. <laughs> well, you think that's bad? Uh, last last uh, time I had a parent teacher conference, fucking uh, JP Fletcher showed up. Oh no. <laughs> That woman can kick so much ass. It's surprising. And she looks like a little old lady. What the fuck? <laughs> I am I am going to summer school. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is all the camp counselors are the all the oh no, not camp counselors. The worst part is they send when it's summer school, the teachers are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Summer school is where they have all the dead teachers. They send it if you die, they send you to summer school. <laughs> you have to teach the summer school classes. Uh, uh okay this is the uh so far so good this is the best one a plus um yeah comments on this uh damn pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> sure all right um uh you, you want to take the next comment because these are fun as a kid with a dead parrot seems accurate <laughs> Jeez. uh wow this amazing you got some talent op Lorian Gunners on Zedna says, I kind of wish I was one of the kids. Oh, no. <laughs> this see, Lorian Gunners on Sedna did murder their parents and get away with it. Yeah, or would yeah. murder their parents and get away everyone, with it. Everyone keep a close eye on on, uh, on Lorian there. Oh, keep an eye on Lorian's parents, too. Yeah. In particular. Uh, oh, damn. Okay. So that, that was good. That was the refreshing burst of weirdness I needed. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, yep. Uh, let me uh, get the next one. Uh, this one is titled, Why Do I Always Have to Be a Bad Guy? And it's coming to your doorstep in three, two, one, pop. Oh, wow. Look what just arrived on my doorstep. Serious package. Yeah. Arrived at your door. Uh, all right. It's, uh, it's your, it's your turn to, uh, to, uh, well, basically they, the, the party found the secret door and I hadn't really plotted ahead for this room very well. So, uh, this is, uh, it's your, you're setting up this night, this encounter. Great, great, great. Um, why do I always have to be the bad guy? But I guess someone in in life, someone has to, I, you answered your own question in <laughs> before, a, before there was a period, you answered the question presented in the title. Way to uh, way to uh, deactivate the story already. Short story one. <laughs> why That's a fumble. Have... That's a nat one. Why it's do I always one. have to be the bad guy? But I guess in life, someone has to comma. <laughs> <laughs> it is a responsibility I take with such pride. I remember being at a family gathering party and there were kids around as well as lots of food and nobody was brave enough to be the bad person and ruin it all for everybody. This this is. Yep, uh, this is a uh, short story one story, all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope uh, you all enjoying this this themed adventure. Uh, I kept fighting with myself to not be the bad guy again, and that I can't keep being the bad guy, and that one day someone else would have to do it. And then when I saw that nobody was going to be the bad guy, I decided to ruin the party by destroying the food, saying horrible things to people, and pushing a child over. Chuv. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to be the bad guy, but I had to, as there was all there was always need to be a bad guy at any event. Then in the summer, there was a swimming pool, even a swimming pool event where all sorts of people were, went into the pool and everything was going all right. 
Then I realized everyone was ignoring the fact that somebody had to be the bad guy and ruin the event. I kept telling myself over and over again that somebody else should do it for once and that I should just enjoy myself. It felt wrong, though, to try and ignore the elephant in the room and waiting for somebody else is always a failure. Oh, you. (sighs) So if I had to choose the baseline idea of a short story, one story, I think we're about to get it, which is (laughs) essentially that our main character is a murderer, but is too... Lacks any social intelligence to realize that that is a bad thing. This is it. It is the most socially inept character you can think of, and yeah. and they just, just don't get it. So I started drowning. <laughs> there it is. I saw that one coming. So I started drowning people by dragging them to the bottom of the pool, but luckily no body died. They were all shouting at me, and I get no recognition or appreciation for being the bad guy. As the bad guy. Everyone is able to blame me and form a relationship with themselves, and that it, and it is a heavy responsibility to be the bad guy. I was so angry why I always had to be the bad guy, or why I was always choosing myself, and why couldn't someone else just do it? The absolute cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining someone holding someone under the pool and looking at everyone around them and going, you guys are fucking cowards! <laughs> <laughs> literally standing in the shallow end of the pool on someone's back they're flailing underneath them like fucking cowards look at yourselves you what are you do doing this. with your lives i always have to do this always me <laughs> God, fucking. lately in my area nothing had nothing had was happening i knew that i had to do something about that i had to be the bad guy and make something terrible happen and it is a responsibility only the strongest can maintain I kidnapped a few people and buried them alive, and now the whole town is in a panic. I am also creating jobs for newspapers to write about, new openings for detectives and specialists. As a bad guy, I know that I don't have to always be the bad guy, but nobody else does it, so I do it. I once got told that no one chooses to be a bad, they, uh, bad, be a bad they, and that it isn't an actual job. That there doesn't need to be a bad guy. What a load of bull. Hmm. Inspiring. Two, two comments. Um, one, wow, this narrative is very interesting. Almost like how when a kid misbehaves so much that everyone else, almost everyone starts expecting them to, that they feel no choice but to fulfill their obligation, so to speak. Yep, that's it. That's exactly it. Yep. Although you I know. do appreciate, yep, I do appreciate nope. the next one. Your story is as bad as normal. Hey, come on now. That's a little harsh, but um, I mean, I think we all we all kind of. We all kind of love short story one stories in the back of our brains or in the forefront of our ba- brains or, you know, there's just, there's, there's something, something special, really special. Yeah. These works. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. I have one more and then we will conclude our adventure for the day. This is the final boss room. Secret door has been yep. revealed so far. Positive reactions from the party seem to be about the third room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was that was the uh, that was kind of the epic encounter. Drop some drop some real good loot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this will be. A, I think this is going to be a game changer, though. I mean, uh, on paper it looked good, uh, but we'll see how it plays when we get the dice rolling. So, uh, right, right, here's right. our next one. This final one is titled "Deleted, Deleted by, by user. user." What, what a twist! What a no. twist! No, Toy Story One, no. Why? Oh no, I waited too long. Oh. Oh. 
I mean, it's oh, haha, got you. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It was David the whole time. <laughs> it was me the whole time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to drown you in a pool now. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Roll, oh, no. Make a dex, oh, make a dex saving throw. Future David, let's get some drowning noises going. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that part. I'll get that, get that going. Is that convincing enough for you? Uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, okay. You're good. You're... You're a real bad guy. Duh. Well, uh, I guess I guess that our our adventure came to an abrupt halt. Yeah. When, uh, the story was actually the lost story. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was. Uh. The story was supposed to be everyone has dressed up to look exactly like me for Halloween, but it seems to not exist anymore. That is, man. I now I'm burning with curiosity. Hey, short story one, can you like send us that story? Yeah, do it. Just just that one. Feel free to copy and paste it in like a message. Like, I don't, I, I need to know. Like, it, it, the mist, it's going to plague me day and night until I, I know the answer. Me... It's, it's, mm, look, I nearly drowned Alan because of that. Yeah. Because someone had to be the bad guy. There is some water in my lungs. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and it's going to, it's going to be really uncomfortable for like maybe an hour or two. Just yeah, uh, not a fan. Def- I'm I'm deflating. Oh no, oh no. Why, uh, uh, man? Well, of the four we read, we had some. We sure had some. It was it was certainly a collection. Yeah, it uh, it happened. Um, you know what? I feel bad. Everyone, uh, everyone gets inspiration. Um, y'all hold, get hold. The fucking phone. We are saving this episode. Oh, what? Wait, what? Because 126 days ago, on Short Scary Stories OOC, for the August Community Spotlight, Short Story 1 was interviewed. What? Yep. Oh. Let me... Yep. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Alan, Alan, please. Link... Link full. Ha 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 ha. You, Alan, you are the, you're the hero we need. Okay. Uh, who, we're going to, we're going to read this out loud, right? Okay. Are you going, who's going to play short story? That's a good question. Who? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of want to. Okay. Is that okay. And ladies and gentlemen, we are reading the real August interview with uh, the inimitable short story one. Oh my god okay uh i will uh credit where credit is due uh this was posted by uh user a clockwork monkey it's a good that's a good name i like that all right <clears throat> welcome user short story one thanks for letting me interview you i've been fascinated by your writing for a while now <laughs> but before i get to that question please tell everyone how you came up with your name well, I have always preferred short stories to novels, and so I thought I'd call myself Short Story One. Tell everybody a little bit about, about yourself, where you're from, your favorite size of dog, what drink you like to have when writing, whatever you would like to disclose. I'm from England. I did kind of start to pick that part up when we were doing this. And yeah. I work in a residential building where I see lots of different types of people and situations. At the same time, it gets quite quite with nothing happening. <laughs> uh... Um... 
<clears throat> was there a specific moment that you knew you wanted to write in the horror genre? About two years ago, I just told myself to write one story a day, and I guess I just enjoy the feeling of submitting something. Or if I get an idea, I just like to bring it to life. Plus, I find writing short stories makes life interesting. <laughs> Jesus. Do you explore other genres beside horror? If so, tell us a little bit about them. No, just horror. <laughs> no punctuation. So I've noticed how prolific you are, and I've been wondering how much time a week you put into your writing. Do you have a writing habit or ritual that you use? Oh boy. Oh, I'm excited. About one story a day mainly, just before I go to bed, and it's become a routine for me. I just like doing it, and it bends existence for me, and that's what writing does. It's also great discipline, and sometimes I get up at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. and write a story and go back to sleep. Also, it's therapy. (laughs) Yes! Oh, (laughs) that's awesome. Are you kidding me? What a good outlet. Your story, I love screaming like I am being brutally murdered, (laughs) is deeply disturbing. It had me on the edge of my seat waiting to see what happens next. Was OP the killer? Was someone working with them? And the ending was just so bittersweet. How did you come up with the idea for this? Well, the idea was that there was a serial killer on the loose killing people. And OP, who just enjoyed screaming like he is being murdered in general, now had other people screaming like he does until it gets dark. The idea came from during lockdown when every resident where I work used to uh, clap for the heroes working in hospitals dealing with COVID. Also, short story one is like a character who is not sane and is a little crazy himself. So when I write, I am not myself, but playing the character of short story one, who didn't seem to care about other people screaming and being murdered was just glad he is not alone screaming like this. I do enjoy playing short story one. You and me both. What? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite? What's your favorite story that you've written? My recent ones being, I am a grown man and I am stuck in a trolley child seat. And I finally know how to use a washing machine. And lastly, my conjoined twin is a zombie. I really enjoyed writing those and thought that I was having a good week. When you write every day, it's like a wave. Sometimes you're up, you're on the up, and other times you will be on the downtrend. My favorite story of yours is, I tried reading every sto- short story written by short story one. As a warning go, this is, as a warning go, this is a pretty nail on the head. I think only Sam Mary Jane can attest to having read all of them, which is a mean feat. How many stories do you think you have written to date? Mm, I would like to think about 200. <sighs> is, okay, now, wait a minute. There is a link here. Every short story... One story. Oh, wait. It's a story called I Tried I tried to Read Every Short Story Written by Short Story One. This is, this is so fucking meta. What the fuck? Should, okay. Uh, Alan, Alan, should we read this? Okay. Um, like, after the interview, should we read this? I th- yeah, let's do it. I think, okay. <laughs> just envisioned us glad. I just envisioned us holding each other's hands like Thelma and Louise. (laughs) Something along that crossed my line. What are your hobbies besides writing? Oh, um, sorry. I I completely lost what. Oh, I've partaken grappling martial arts called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and it's fantastic. I was not expecting that. I actually have received some story ideas while grappling when some... With someone which is the worst time to be thinking about something else when you are grappling someone, lol. (laughs) you have a variety of stories hitting different themes and tones how do you decide what theme or tone you're going to use for a story i just go with it and it sorts it out i i just go with it and it's sort of whatever hits me god this is Uh, incredible 
Okay. It's just the best. Where does your inspiration come from? Does real life experience ever make their way into your stories? I guess I'm lucky. I have quite a good amount of imagination, but at the same time, working in a residential building where there are so many people from all aspects of life or doing night shifts where nothing is happening and the boredom helps create ideas. And even doing boring work like processing parcels induces ideas. Um, how did you find r slash short scary stories? And what made you begin writing for the subreddit? Well, I found r slash short scary stories because I love horror and I guess it just made sense to evolve into subreddits. I started creepypastas on websites like creepypasta.org and creepypasta.com under the name Ulashai. Ooh. I wrote stories like Crunched Up Paper House and The Cameraman, but those websites reject a lot of stories now. So subreddits like Short Scary Stories, where where they allow all stories to be shown in general, made sense to me. At first, it started off with just submitting stories that had been rejected to creepypasta websites, but now subreddits like Short Short Scary Stories is where I always write. What short... Uh, what short story, short scary stories authors and or authors in general have influenced you the most? Alan Moore, who said, if you write every day, you are a writer. (laughs) Neil Gaiman, who said it is important to get bored. Very lofty inspiration (laughs) there. And, uh, you know what? Uh, Neil Gaiman being a, uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers to you, short story one. Are there any controversial topics that you will not broach or that you prefer not to write about? I tell myself to just write it, and if it gets deleted or taken off, then I will accept that and respect that and try again with another story. What are your writing goals for 2022? Same again. One story a day just before I go to sleep or wake up at 2 a.m. and write one. As a prolific writer of scary short stories, do you have any advice for a budding author? Just write every day, and eventually you will find your voice. Oh, oh, short story one. Yeah. Oh, short story one. This is actually, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If people don't already know, where can they find your work? Oh, I have short story. I have stories published on creepypasta.org and creepypasta.com under the name Ulishai. It was my start, I guess. Oh, there's community questions. Yep, two community questions. Uh, you often use Indian and Arabic names in your stories, indicating that you're either from there or as part of your heritage or culture. How do you think it influences your writing? Oh, yes. I am a Bangladeshi Muslim, and I have been to Bangladesh and Saudi Arabia. I am not sure how it might influence my writing, but I have always had a weird imagination. I'm so grateful for subreddits like Short Scary Stories as it allows me, my weird imagination, to have a home. When I was a teenager and naive, I used to say whatever I was imagining in public life and people thought I was weird. Then I learned to shut up and found writing, which is a blessing. This is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Short Story 1. Hypothetically, God is using their phone to record a final video message on the eve of Armageddon. One, who slash what are they sending it to? Two, what do they say in the message? Three, what is in the background of the video? AKA, what's behind God? This is, oh God. Uh, one, he will send it to the most popular YouTuber slash podcaster out there and get the message out to the millions. Two, the message, I love you all. Three, the background will be half heaven and half hell. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, um, this is fascinating. Like, we, yeah, I, I, I we were just talking about all this detective shit and then all of a sudden we get this, this gem. Yeah. That oh was, my gosh. Yep. Well, <sighs> now, now, now we know so much more about, about the, the mystery. My brain is, my brain is whirling right now. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we have the meta story to read now. All right. Let's, let's do the meta. It's only let's... four. It's only literally four paragraphs. Yep. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I tried read every short story written by Short Story 1. 
I have tried reading every short story written by Short Story One. The reason why I did was just so I could that I could say that I had done it, that I had read every short story written by Short Story One. I have read novels all of my life, and so going through Short Story One's list of stories would be easy peasy. As I started reading Short Story One's stories, it was all calm and smooth. Then when disruptions in life came by, like birthdays, weddings, and funerals... I found myself becoming enraged by them all as they were disrupting my journey to read every short story written by Short Story One. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, Lordy. It's like climbing a mountain with a time limit and any obstacle would be an irritant. I could feel my body changing and my mind changing as I was going through the list of stories. My hygiene started to become lackluster. I wasn't eating and nor was I socializing. People around me started to notice a problem and they tried talking to me about it, but I insisted... That I, when I have read every short story one sto- short story one short stories, then everything will be fine. I could feel the wiring in my brain changing, and I wasn't sure if my brain looked the same anymore. Every time I thought that I had nearly reached the end of reading every short story one short story short story one had written, God the bastard short story one would write another, which would increase the list. I would have a breakdown, and everyone would try to hold me down. But the need to read every short story written by Short Story One had given me extra strength to fight back against the multiple people holding me down. I would go to libraries and stay till the end just reading Short Story One stories. I would stay in bars that offer free Wi-Fi and chargers so that I could keep reading Short Story One short stories until I get kicked out. (laughs) I need a moment. (laughs) I'm I'm there with you. I need a moment. (laughs) of all the things i was expecting tonight alan i wasn't expecting this this is uh this is quite a turn of events i'm so glad you're here with me for this it feels great to be here bud (laughs) (laughs) then then when i had realized and snapped out of whatever trance i was in it was too late all my friends and loved ones and either were are either old or dead and i am still the same age I'm stuck in this place forever until I read every short story written by Short Story 1. Short Story 1, though, keeps writing more, and I can't take it anymore, and I just want to give up, but something isn't allowing me. I regret trying to read every short story written by Short Story 1. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and on that note, this... Oh, man. Ooh. This was such a revelation. Um, I feel like we can... In a weird way, I feel like we can kind of close this chapter of UCA for a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was about to say, I kind of feel the same way. I, we have laughed, we've cried mostly because we've laughed. Yeah, we've almost died. Uh, we have questioned our sanity, the nature of reality, uh, and our morals as a result. And now, unexpectedly. This has all come to this beautiful moment of fruition where the meta has like cycled back in on itself. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not saying we'll never read another short scare, short story one story, but like, uh, yeah. I think for now we can we can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, feels good, but it's it's uh, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I hope you all enjoyed the campaign. Uh, yeah. Alan and I worked really hard on it. Um, but the adventure was written by Short Story One, just heavily modified by us. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seriously, uh, Short Story One, uh, let, let Alan do a short film based on your stuff. 
Yeah, no, I will totally do it. We will we will make that anthology. And all credit to you for that. Um and I think on that note, uh it's getting late. So it's a little late, just a little. Um if you all who are listening out there want to be the bad guy, <laughs> you could send us some of your short fiction or not so short fiction, preferably short fiction though. You can send it to us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com and we will read them on our podcast and talk about them. We will try to read them in the order they come in. Unless, of course, you are one of our patrons. Patreon.com slash Midnight Marinera. We try our very best to bump the stories from you up a little higher on the list for in appreciation for your patronage. Everything that gets sent to us uh, should be something you've written, but we have a few people who have gotten express permission from the author and from the place where it was published in order to get those read on the show. We've uh, fact-checked that to make sure. And uh, that's the main thing. We were here to... Uh, read, critique, and sometimes just be baffled by the things you write. So if you're looking for honest feedback, we're always happy to provide it. Please, please send us some stuff. We, we're, we're getting, we've, we've had quite a few. We're getting a little, getting a little, little thin in the, in the, the zone recently. I'm not, I'm not too proud to admit that. I will admit that we could, we could use some more uh, material. Yeah. Uh, uh, dronian, 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 dronian. Thrown in. There is there is one big one that I've been holding on to that we've been saving, as I've I've mentioned earlier. Uh, but we'll be getting to that relatively soon. Uh in the meantime, though, if you do become a patron, uh, well, I promote that still. Uh dregs, we have dregs. You can go listen to the dregs. They are all the warm-up stuff that we do before every episode, and there's a whole backlog of them. There's at least 73, 72 of them at this point. Well worth looking up. Uh, they usually release the the week after one of our episodes goes live. There's also a whole bunch of other content there. And while I'm at it, check out the other amazing shows on the Creative Horror Network. Shows such as the recently updated Midnight Marinera with its uh, an episode appropriate for the upcoming New Year's Eve since it's uh, set on New Year's Day. Uh, hell or High Water. I almost said Hell or High Water. Hell or High Noon. Yeah, Hell or High Watermelon. Hell or- <laughs> it is good. I do like Hell or High Watermelon. Uh, which we all kind of conspired together, us creative horror folks. Uh, well, we're checking out. Uh, also, uh, the Jameson Tapes is a real fun time and a great ride. Uh, any what, What's in the pipeline for Jameson Tapes? Um, what episode just came out? Then I will be able to answer that. Uh, uh, Girl on the Third Floor was the last one, wasn't it? That was episode 10. Okay. Next one is going to be interesting. Um, we are covering something that is not a movie. Ooh. Um, what? And, and something we all kind of have our roots in. Um, oh. Those, those typically... Hang on. Let me see if I'm comfortable uh, with the spoilers. Th- that drops a week from now. So uh, I guess I'll try and get everyone pumped for it. Uh, Abysmia and I watched Marble Hornets the first season. Oh shit! Oh, all right. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Let's see where this goes. Um. Uh, other than that, uh, there is a brief hiatus on Saturday Night Shepherd as uh, I keep getting invited to Christmas parties. Oh um, yeah, it's around that time of year. But, Besides, we already saw the Cannon uh, Champ ending. Uh, that's true. But we 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 are approaching end game of Mass Effect Three. I feel. Uh, we we gotta be at this point. Uh, I uh, I just finished uh, Thessia. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I won't. I won't delve into it. I won't say much, much more than that. You did. You already do. The, you already did the Citadel party too, right? I did the Citadel party. I still have the Leviathan DLC to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be what I end up doing uh, next. Sweet. But uh, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't forget. Also, we are. We have other shows uh, to look at, like Darkly Lit and The Witching yeah. Hour and trigger track and yeah we have lots of shows we like them we love them. Uh, i don't know why this always happens in my brain but i always change the name of darkly lit to dankly lord Dank- that's new yeah dankly lord <laughs> dankly lord yeah what do we what do we cover on dankly lord uh just weed <laughs> <laughs> the spooky weed <laughs> review podcast yeah you just get high and uh, uh, do like really like Bush League uh, horror analysis. It's just <laughs> like, nah, but like the the the, sh- the shark and jaws is like a metaphor for like consumerism. But, yeah. yeah, because black eyes, you know, yeah, like, like a like a doll's eyes. He brings yeah. it up and yeah, yeah. Who who fucking. Kind of want to do this show now. <laughs> Dankly Lord. Dankly Lord. I think I know what we're going to be doing in April. Yeah, April 20th. Dankly Lord. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>